Welcome into another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from MidAmerica RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Sorry for the delay. We're here today. Uh, it's weird. You start talking about little children and their ghosts. Then some settings get changed on your Zoom recorder, and you don't know why. <laughs> yeah, everything's just all mixed up. I've been noticing it, too, with the Zoom that we use for radio. Mm-hmm. The volume change is always different. I put on my headphones. It's always a little louder. I've been blaming Mellow for it. Mellow swears it's not him. And now it's me. It's me today. Tell you I what, had... if it's Matt, wrong guy to mess with here because uh, I'll go mess up that ESPN setting. <laughs> He'll come in screaming about some 2023 prospects. <laughs> right. <laughs> my light's flickering on and off. CJ Stroud. <laughs> be like Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you might get a promotion for that one, but uh, sorry for the delay. Just trying to figure out some of these settings that uh, keep getting changed. I don't know. You've yeah. been talking to me about it for weeks. Like, hey, I know it's you. Like, you changing my settings on the headphones? And I'm like, no, I don't. I haven't. I would have to walk across the room to do that. Also, let's not just ignore the what happened about mm, 20 minutes ago. Sitting here in the office, just kind of scrolling Twitter like we normally do before the show. And he goes, man, when was the last time you had a Mountain Dew? Like, I don't know. It's been a little bit. He's like, I think that would change my morning. Just give me some caffeine. He's like, I'm going to go get a drink. And then you change your mind. I decided, like, fuck it. I'll go grab a drink. Creepy gas station right down the street. I'll go get it. Super awkward events take place with a lot of homeless people. There's a guy in a wheelchair trying to go up a ramp that's right there in the front. About tipped himself backwards. Then I'm laughing at myself backing up. Almost get like hit because I'm backing up into the road and don't see a car because there's all these homeless people on bikes now that everyone's got a fucking bike but me, it seems like. And all of a sudden, I come back, and I, when I walk up into the office, I notice the office door is closing. I'm like, hmm, that's odd. Mm-hmm. And then when I open the door and walk in, there's a scream mask dangling from the door, and Mel is using this camera, and he's like, dang it, I thought I was I didn't scare think you. you would, I didn't think it would be a big reaction. Just be like a yeah. I almost did that. I almost did the, but I kept it in. <laughs> Where you start shaking. But here's the thing: go get my friend some drinks. Come back, still getting spooked. Uh-huh. Nice guys finish last. Yeah. I have to say. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, thanks for the drinks. Though. I, re- yeah. I appreciated it. It's Had a, a little f- bit of a late night last night. Boy, did we! Yeah. Yeah. With our friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? It's just the two of us. Yeah, for sure. Just kidding. We had uh, Club 6 and 9 always helping us out. It was a great time. <laughs> Two-for-one drink specials. I <laughs> uh, did have a great night last night. Uh, and then also all the college football stuff that's been going on. I, I kind of thought we were done with it yesterday. You know, start of this, uh, we ended the show yesterday talking a little bit about it, uh, but also kind of had to rush out of here. So I did want to get to some of those other topics that we started to talk about and then um, talk about my career day performance and just one in particular thing that happened to me. And I also let it slip at the end of the show yesterday that I was going to run into an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> talk yeah. about that in segment two. But let's start with the Nick Saban versus Jimbo Fisher stuff. Yesterday, as we were ending the show, Jimbo Fisher was kind of holding his press conference and really started to open up. We were able to see some of those tweets and react to them live. Now, just like having a day to sit and kind of analyze what Jimbo Fisher was saying, I think homie might have opened Pandora's box. (laughs) Making comments, like the big one that I think we might have even mentioned yesterday, of like everybody thinks he's God. Go see how God does his deal. Go peek into his background pretty much. And then you had some other SEC coaches commenting on what's going on. And what I've gathered from it all is that everybody knows that people are scummy. They're kind of cheating. They're bending the rules. But nobody talks about it. Mm -hmm. And then yesterday or the day before when Nick Saban made some comments about Jimbo Fisher, Jimbo Fisher opened a door. And now I don't know if this is going to go away anytime soon. Of like, hey, I know that you're doing this, but we're not going to talk about it because 
I'm doing it too. You know, if you're cheating on a girlfriend and I'm cheating on a girlfriend, we're probably going to be like, we're not going to judge each other for this. Yeah. It's scummy. We shouldn't be doing it. Not going to talk about it with one another. But that feels like what is happening in the SEC of, yeah, I know this guy's cheating, but so are we. So I'm not going to say anything about it. And then Jimbo Fisher kind of gives everyone the peek behind the curtain yesterday. And I did see a report in The Athletic that guys like Nick Saban, like some of the stuff they've been doing is like having extra coaches that are not on the payroll. So you're limited the number of coaches that you can have in college football, but they're keeping around a couple other guys, but they're paying them in cash under the table to keep them around. Wow. And then that's a that was like a Nick Saban thing, but it's it's not just Nick Saban. And that's what's going on. Uh, a lot of these players taking unofficial visits. So even like um, an Arch Manning type, Maybe he's not a great example because he comes from money. But, you know, a big-time recruit, they're taking these unofficial visits, which they have to pay for. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of interesting that you take these unofficial visits. You might be a kid from California going to take an unofficial visit at Alabama. That means you have to pay for everything. You yeah. have to pay for the travel. You have to pay for the hotel. You have to pay for the meals. And one of the reports, one of the allegations, is that teams are actually paying for that stuff, uh, which is – Illegal. To get I'm kind rules. of okay with that, though. To be honest, mm-hmm. like if, yeah, yeah. And if you have the money, yeah, do it. It's yeah. an unofficial visit. It's whatever. And then you know, another one is that their players are required or limited. Sorry, 20 hours of practice per week. I'm sure everyone's going over that. 100. Because I mean, it's supposed to start as like as soon as you get in the locker room, get dressed, type deal, and then you're only allowed 20 hours. So I'm sure everyone's going over that limit. So this is this is kind of where it's odd then because we can sit here and point the finger at Nick Saban like, oh, he's you know he's bending the rules, he's breaking the rules. But at the same time, if it's one of those deals that he's doing and everyone else is doing, it's not like it's going to hinder his legacy or anything that he's accomplished at Alabama. And it's not like people are gonna be like, oh man, his players practice 25 hours a week. Pfft, screw this guy, he's cheating. He's paying three extra coaches just cash underneath the table to stay here. Oh, get this guy out of here. No, there's not going to be any of that reaction. It's going to be like, okay, what's Ole Miss doing? What's Mississippi State doing? Mm-hmm. You know, what's Vanderbilt, Tennessee? Yeah. Just any of these other schools in the SEC. Vanderbilt's probably everything by the books. That's probably probably why they fucking suck. But at the same time, <laughs> right. it's like, what are some of these other big programs doing that are cheating? But it's not going to take anything away from Nick Saban. It's just going to be like, okay, yeah. cool. Now you've got all of us in trouble. It, Way to go. Way to go, Jimbo. And I wonder, I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't know that it's going to happen. I wonder if this will be the death of the Alabama program. If like you see it all the time, Texas, USC, Miami, all these schools that like dominate college football, and then it's like, when are they ever going to fall off? Mm-hmm. Alabama's been dominating for a very long time. I wonder if this is going to be that peek behind the curtain to where the NCAA steps in and says the SEC can't do this stuff anymore, and if it kind of does level the playing field up. We know all of you guys are practicing for too long you're paying for unofficial visits like why is this coach on the field when he's not on your payroll what's going on there i wonder if the ncaa will step in and start to regulate some of this stuff more and create more parity which think i think would just, be hilarious do you think it's just through the sec though no okay. i don't i think you know those ohio state michigan they're probably doing some of this stuff too yeah. I mean, hell, it was uh, um, Harbaugh at Michigan that was doing, like, those satellite camps where he was taking kids to Europe and being like, oh, we're having a camp over there. It's like, that's a vacation, and you practiced one day. <laughs> that feels a little weird. Yeah, or he was, you know, true. going and holding these camps in, like, Florida so he could recruit there, and then he got slapped on the wrist and, like, told, no, you can't do that. So, again, I think I said it yesterday. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. If you're not trying to bend those rules a little bit or look for those loopholes, I mean, hell, uh, Bill Belichick in the NFL, one of the best at finding just little loopholes of yep. in the rules and taking advantage of it. And I think that was probably a little bit of what was going on in the SEC. I think it's going to continue to go on, but we'll see what happens. I don't know if the NCAA will actually step in, but I think that there's enough that they could. Do you think this is also an overreaction by Jimbo Fisher? Because I'm – because when you look at Nick Saban, and like, I feel like we can look at it and be like, oh, absolutely it is. Because when you look at what Nick Saban said, or you listen to it, excuse me, it's just like all he said was the truth. Like, hey, they bought a recruiting class. Mm-hmm. 
Like, he didn't say they cheated. He didn't say they did anything illegal. He's like, they bought the recruiting class this year. We still finished second. And, you know, he had the, like, the motive there, though, is like, okay, if we're going to be paying for recruits, like, look out, because now we're going to do the same thing. And then Jimbo calls a press conference the next morning and just erupts. Yeah. And the whole thing, like, I got a chance yesterday to watch the full Nick Saban clip. I mean, he was pretty much holding a church service or like a political campaign of, hey, Texas A&M is paying their players. They're getting these big-time recruits. If we don't do this, we're going to fall behind. Like he's gathering up tithe and offering to be like, I need your money. Yeah. <laughs> Give me your money. Get these collectives going so we can compete. Like, And I think that was his big thing too. It's like, can you believe this? We finished number two in recruiting. Texas A&M was first. This is how they did it. This is what we need to do. Uh, that's that's the vibe I got from it. I don't know why Jimbo Fisher again is so defensive about this pay for play thing. Well, you mentioned it on radio yesterday. It was like you know it, it is odd or very interesting how quickly Jimbo gets defensive about everything when it comes to recruiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, this is whole like the cheating on a girlfriend analogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you some of the people that I've dated in the past, you ask them. Or they'll ask you, like, are you cheating on me? What is this text message? Let me go through your phone. All this stuff. It's because they're cheating. Yeah. <laughs> and now with Jimbo, it's like he gets so defensive about this cheating thing. That's where there's smoke, there's fire. And I think that's what's going on with Jimbo Fisher. It, like, who are you talking to over there? Mm-hmm. Uh, my friends? Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> and tell it's not other, even. Tell your other girlfriend I said hi. All right. <laughs> tell your five-star recruit what's up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like it's cheating either with Jimbo Fisher. It's like there were were loopholes. There was no regulations on, like, what you could and could not do. So, like, just be upfront about it or just deny it and move on. But he's so defensive that now he's like, oh, peek into God's deal and how he did it. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you want to do that. I don't know if you want to piss off Nick Saban. Um, But I think he already did. And allegedly Nick Saban had reached out and had tried to apologize to Jimbo Fisher and Deion Sanders, because he also mentioned uh, Jackson State. of Like, they gave a guy a million dollars, and they refute that mm-hmm. as well. That one, I, I I don't know. I guess I might believe it. Uh, there were a lot of rumors about them giving him a big contract and Barstool being involved and things like that. I don't know that they paid him, but I also think Jimbo Fisher probably didn't do himself any favors by saying peek into God's deal and how he runs his program because now people are going to peek into your program. And I think a lot of a lot of journalists are going to go and they're going to start asking all these questions. And as they ask more and more questions to everybody, they're going to find out more and more details. I mean, this is after 24 hours. People are already putting this out of like, yeah, there's extra coaches on the payroll, but they're getting paid cash. And it, you know, they're paying for unofficial visits. That comes from a cash fund, too, that you're not seeing. I bet seeing. those coaches are pissed. God Damn. All of them. All of yeah. them, too. I had something going great here. No taxes. All cash. <laughs> yep. This was wonderful. Uh-huh. It is just – the SEC even came out yesterday and was like, nobody else is talking. Like, stop. Lane Kiffin, you're not speaking on this anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Kirby Smart, you shut the fuck up. Just don't even get involved here uh, because we've got some shit going down. It's like a it's like a fucking series of Ozark. Like, are you talking? Are you talking? Don't tell her what we're doing over here because now <laughs> she knows and we can't do this anymore. The FBI is going to show up. That's why I guess, you know, we love college football. It's why like a real-life Ozark minus oh, the heroin. And the one person that we've kind of forgotten about and not heard anything from yet, Mike Leach. I feel like he's going to, like, the SC's going to tell him not to talk. And he's like, talk? Today's opposite day. Yeah, I'm going to talk. I'm not going to talk, but I'm going to put out some memes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that say, like, Nick Saban's cheating. <laughs> that would be so hilarious. I, you told me not to speak on it. I didn't. Uh, it's going to happen. I did fire off some tweets, though. <laughs> it's going to happen on, like, Sunday at, like, 3 o'clock. He's just going to be like, oop, thought of this. Got to get it out. Mike Leach is the type of guy that thinks of memes in church and then goes home and spends an hour and a half making them and then posts them and then just sits there and stares at it while he waits for everyone to respond to it. I feel like that's what he does. Or it's the complete opposite where he's like, this is a funny meme. Tweet, puts my phone down for another seven hours. Yeah, he's an odd, odd (laughs) fellow. But I do think that this is funny. And I I do think it's even kind of like uh, Major League Baseball pitchers. Last year, you know, you had a couple people complaining about, like, oh, they're using this extra substance, spider tack, all this. Mm-hmm. 
and kind of accusing other players of cheating. And guess what? Now nobody can use spider tech. Nobody's yeah. using the extra substance. That's what's going to happen in the SEC. Jimbo Fisher opened his mouth, and now it's like, oh, fuck. I can't pay for these unofficial visits anymore. I yep. can't offer $30 million to my recruiting class. I should have just kept my mouth shut and kept doing what we were doing. There's now that coaches walking into Jimbo Fisher like, listen here, dumbass, we're doing the same thing. <laughs> like, I'm SEC the guy that set days? up the unofficial visit. You're paying me cash. SEC Great. media day is going to be fun. Oh, I can't wait. The tension of looking at like, and I do, I think other coaches in the SEC are going to be pissed off at Jimbo Fisher too. It's like you had to go at Nick. You had to do that. You had to run your mouth. You had to talk shit. Now none of us can do this anymore. He was so close to retiring, and now we have a guaranteed five more years of ass kicking. <laughs> you guys were winning the recruiting battle. <laughs> you were beating Alabama last year. Uh, I actually heard Dan Patrick talking about it this morning, the spread on the game. Have you heard uh-uh. the spread? So Alabama, sorry, A&M plays at Alabama on October 8th. And everybody is very excited about it already. DraftKings put out the spread for the game already, the point spread. Just give a guess. What do you, what do you think it's at? 12. So I heard them talking about it, and I thought maybe like 8.5. Yeah. It's 16.5. Holy shit. Yeah, I was way off. <laughs> that is huge. Yeah, so Texas uh, didn't beat them last year. Yeah. <laughs> but now you've pissed off Nick Saban. You're playing in Alabama. You lost a lot of players to the NFL in Texas A&M. And obviously Alabama does too, but I mean, they're bringing back a Heisman Trophy winner and the guy that should have won the Heisman Trophy. So that's (laughs) going to be be all right. And another reloaded offensive line. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be crazy what happens in the SEC. Holy cow. Mm -hmm. And that'll probably move, I guess, a little bit here and there. It's not like we have spring practice or anything like that, but maybe some more even transfer portal news at Jordan Addison officially uh, declared, I guess, transferred yeah, to, USC. to USC yesterday. That one didn't really surprise me. Uh, even as Texas fans, I know a lot of people were kind of getting their hopes up that he would be a Longhorn, but I just I assumed the whole time he was going to USC, so that one didn't surprise or like disappoint me. Um, we'll see if there's any money tied to that one, though, and how that all works out. So can we go ahead and assume that USC gave him the $2.5 million? I Probably. I, mean, yeah. I just want to know what that looks like. Is it like? Is it literally two and a half million dollars in cash? Like, does that hitting your account, or is it like here's a car, here's a house, yeah. here you know stuff for your family? Like, is it just in value of two and a half million dollars, or is it just cold hard cash? Boom, you're paying taxes yeah. on it, but all of it's yours. I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it is a, a collection of things. If it's given to you as a gift, like an amount like that, do you pay taxes on it? I don't know. That's a whole another rabbit hole of stuff that I don't know or understand, but like. Because that would be it, right? Like, here's a gift mm-hmm. in terms of how you claim yeah. your... And if it's, like, a certain amount, you don't have to pay taxes on it. <laughs> or like, the lottery. Like, if you win a certain amount on that, you don't have to pay taxes on it, I yeah. think. I'm not necessarily up to date on my tax law. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just hope that TurboTax helps me out every year. Yeah. Just don't fuck it up. <laughs> right? Another place you. that can help you out is Roper Kia. Check them out online. Look at their inventory. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Mike to Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure you visit them at gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to checkout, so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when danger could arise. Make sure you put yourself in a position to protect you and your family, and you can do so with Gunspot.com. If I get one more letter from Jonas, I'm telling you right now, I'm done. Throwing him out. One more letter? I got a post-it note that says, hi, Austin, from Jonas. Now the dude follows me on Twitter, sliding in my DM, (laughs) on the show. I had to get drunk last night just so I could take a freaking nap and go to bed and not wake up in the middle of the night scared. (laughs) There he is. I love it, too, because it's not me, and I don't know who does all the stuff. I have an idea, but at the same time, I think I'm wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Even Jonas says in the chat, you didn't write back. Like, I have no idea who the Jonas account is on Twitter. 
There's a Jonas's imaginary friend. There's the actual Jonas account here in the call-in app. But then yesterday you, you had a little post-it note written on your desk. Uh, I did my little career day thing yesterday. Had to end in a hurry. Go there. I do the career day thing. I come back to the office around 2.30. Yeah. I open the door to the office. I come in, and you are just standing, <laughs> staring at the door. Yeah. And you're like, how'd you do it? <laughs> That's all I know. I walk in, and you're like, how'd you do it? And you're standing up. I'm like, what? Hands in my pockets. What are you talking about right now? His- I had my hands in my pockets and my hand wrapped around my phone, and it hit that uh, lock button five times called emergency <laughs> services. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what? what is it, fishing line? I don't even think you could speak like no. actual words. I think you said something. It's like, you have a fish on there or something? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? And you're like, the door just slammed incredibly hard. I'm like, I don't know, man. I just got here. But you were... Yeah, yesterday. Long story short, so like Melo was gone for his teaching thing. I had come back, was sitting in here from lunch, running some errands, and I step in Matt's office. I didn't see him in there. So I was like, okay, it's just me because Matt's Bronco was outside, but he had left earlier with his fiance. So they took the other car, humble brag for Matt. He's got multiple cars, good for him. (laughs) He leaves in the car, comes, I guess he'd come back and I didn't see him. So in my mind, I'm sitting in this office alone. And I come in and I sit down and I see the note and I'm like, okay, that's funny. Go What's turn the say? lights on. It just says hi, jo- or it says hi Austin from Jonas. I just wrote back hi Jonas, but nothing yet. So, dude, how weird would it be if like writing popped up on the post-it? That would fuck me. That would. That'd but, be awesome. So I think I'm sitting in the <laughs> office alone. Is my mindset? Turn on the light. I'm sitting down, scrolling Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, just playing on my phone, tweeting. And all of a sudden, I just hear this door slam. And the way our office door, it was kind of open, kind of closed. Like, I could see Matt's door, and I was like, it was open earlier. Like, I opened it and left it open, and now it's shut. And I was just like, how the fucking hell did that happen? So I'm sitting here for probably a good 10 to 15 seconds. And all of a sudden, I hear your truck pull in, or I hear your door shut of your truck, and then you lock it. And then I see you walk in by the window. And I'm like, how in the world did he fucking pull this off? <laughs> so, like, I'm standing up, like, right there, and I'm, like, looking, waiting for the door to open and be like, how did he sneak in here? Like, wh- which one of them snuck in and I didn't hear him? Did they get the lawyers that, are you know, we share the building with? Did they get them to participate somehow? Because that's even fucking weirder that they're like, yeah, that's cool. Let's scare the fucking big guy next door. <laughs> Whatever. We've heard him cuss and wondered why. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're in. <laughs> we want to play. So this it was kind fun. of one of those deals where it was like, well, I don't know what the fuck happened so i'm sitting there with Melo trying to explain it to him and i open the door and this is the part that like cracked me up is matt is laying on the couch with his airpods in he's also got a couch in his office so he can take naps dude's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> he's got his airpods in and a blanket over him and i see him like peek over his shoulder and like smirk and he's just like what are you doing i'm taking a nap and i was like motherfucker i know it was like come on and then trying to play it off, and you guys are both just trying to scare me. At this point, I was like, that's just funny, because I didn't know he was here, and it did scare me. You, and you were. Cause I, I was, I was I freaked out, because it was just like, I don't know. I, I'm, the mindset was, I'm here alone. Why did that door just slam shut? Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah, he got me. He got me good. Good on you guys. <laughs> but it was just the timing of you pulling in and then the door slamming. If I wouldn't have pulled in. And then in, just silence. When I did, I think you would have tried to leave. I, I I don't know. See, I'm not because I'm not walking by the door. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm sitting right here. That's true. In order to leave, you would have had to have walked by the door that slammed. Therefore, you would have just stood there. Like the thing Bro, is, I've you seen... probably would have called me. Hey, uh, can you actually hey, come yo, back? When to are you the coming office? back? Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. When you just walk in, I'm gonna head out. Wondering. <laughs> I've seen scary movies. Like I hate it when they're like, "Ooh, what's that noise?" I'm gonna go look, and it's just like one after another. It's like. Oh, Becky hasn't come back. You know, fucking big tough guy Fred. I'm going to go check it out and save her. Maybe now we should dead, separate. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. If I'm in my apartment and I hear a noise, I'm sitting still. Because whatever's making noises back there, it can uh-huh. stay it's back It's like there. a T-Rex. If, you just, if you're still, they can't see you. Yep. Don't move a muscle. Yeah. I've seen those movies, too. I've watched enough New movies. New coming out. Looks freaking great. Mm-hmm. Keep the lights turned on. Don't go to your bedroom. Yep. And control your breathing. <laughs> right. Don't hold your breath. Control your breathing because mm-hmm. your heart's going to start beating loud, and that's the only thing you hear, and then it gets real freaky. Yeah. So I had to rush out yesterday to do a little career day thing. 
Uh, it was really cool. Uh, it was a nice little experience to to get around children again was cool. I also kind of like forgot how annoying they are, <laughs> but they are. I these little fifth, sixth, seventh graders, like this little middle school age group, they're annoying and they stink. They smell so bad. Really? Yeah. Like I, I had to tell my daughters, like, hey, thanks for just having good hygiene. <laughs> keeping everything clean like if you sweat you take a shower you don't wear the same clothes all the time and like even like doing the career day stuff you see that kid that wears the hoodie all the time mm-hmm. like uh you know like for adults you try to wear a hoodie and you're like i feel safe and secure in this hoodie and then springtime comes along and you're like fuck i have to start wearing t-shirts again i gotta spread my wings again some kids don't have that turnoff valve of like fuck i gotta put the hoodie away they're like, I'm going to wear this son of a bitch, even though it's 88 degrees outside. I just went and played kickball at recess. Now I'm still wearing the stank hoodie that I've been wearing all week. It's one of the worst smells oh. ever. I quickly identified hoodie kid. And it's like, I'm staying away from you. You go to the <laughs> back, sir. You're not going to be a podcaster. You're probably going to live with your parents your entire life. Uh, but it was cool to see those kids. Holy shit. Sorry. I <laughs> Fucking top rope, my guy. <laughs> call them like I see them. Uh, I did not run into the ex-girlfriend, which I told you on my way out. I was like, I'm actually kind of nervous about yeah. how this interaction might go. I had low-key been like, when you told me about it, I was like, oh, man, he's running into her and her and her. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully. Just kidding. It's not that many, but. I did not run into them, <laughs> but uh, it was a fun time. I did have one kid who was a little bit weird. Like the classes were leaving, and like I talked to him about podcasting, radio, all this shit. And the class is leaving, and a couple of the kids are like, "Hey, thanks, it's cool, cool job, whatever." This one kid starts rubbing my arm. Like, I'm standing there, hands on the desk. I think I have like, my hands on a chair, standing behind it. And this kid starts rubbing my arm. And I'm like, uh, thanks, buddy. Like, talk to you later. Pull my arm away. And then I was telling some of the other teachers about it. I'm like, man, what's up with this kid? Like, he was rubbing my arm. And they're like, oh, it's probably like your tattoos. And I'm like, no, it's my forearm. <laughs> and like, which kid? Point him out. And then they did. And they're like, oh, he's the sweetest kid ever. I'm like, no, he's it's pretty fucking weird, actually. Yeah, this is a sweet and weird rub of my arm. <laughs> it's just not even like a walked by, touch my arm type thing. Like, I was a teacher for five years. I'm used to some pretty weird interactions. That was that was maybe at the top. <laughs> I think I'm also just, I'm not used to it anymore. Of the fact that, like, a 10-year-old kid will just be like, yeah, you're a nice stranger. Here's a hug. Bye. Just caught me off guard. It was weird. <laughs> Good experience overall. I was going to say, how was the speech? What was your message? Or Just asking some like quick questions like, what do you do? do you, like every movie that has like a career day, like bring your dad to school and talk about your job. Yeah. Just that. That's so you good. just kind of walked in and said, hey, I do a radio show and podcast. Yeah, like and introduced. questions about all of it? Mm-hmm. Did they ask you if you cuss? No. Did you have them subscribe? No. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, no, I, because – our rating. Uh, <laughs> you have to have that parental uh, advisor. Yeah, that or is true. <laughs> NSFW <laughs> so, as well. <laughs> I mainly talked to like a couple of the listeners here even said, maybe you just talk about radio. I mainly talked about radio, where to listen, what channel. And to a 10-year-old kid or whatever, that's a really cool job. Yeah. So they were pretty impressed. It was fun. It was nice. Like, wait, you're on the radio? Yeah. Better believe it. This voice yeah. is worth some money. Five to six. Yeah. <laughs> right here. Four state Fox. Nine one. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that was fun. But I also wanted to get into your rant because I think you started ranting at about 1027. Yep. With three minutes left about these umpires and firefighters. Yeah. So, like, I just to kind of go off of it. I'm sure everyone's seen the viral clip now where the parents are heckling an umpire and he's just like, all right, that's it. Like, your team forfeits the game. That's over with. And it's just like you see the video and it's like, okay, like good call by the ump. And then right when it goes to cut off, you hear this old lady scream, he's a firefighter, he protects your community. And it just pissed me off. Like it's just so ridiculous that people think that they have a public serving job as a firefighter, a policeman, a teacher, 
whatever you think your job is that helps benefit the community does not grant you the capability of being an asshole anytime you want. Like I, mm-hmm. this is, this might oh, be a little too far, but like I sir, I was a server in college, all right, at Logan's Roadhouse, and we had a military discount of like fifteen percent. Well, at one point they got rid of the discount, or they removed the button from our software as we were like updating stuff. So a guy comes in one time, wants the military discount, and it was like, uh, okay, like, well, hey, sorry, like, don't know what happened, like, can't do that right now, I apologize. And he's like, okay, I'll remember that next time I have to serve our country. And I was just like, dude. Fuck you, man. Like, don't be a dick to me and be upset that you're not getting 10% and try to off. hold that over my head. You, yes. It's like I, like, I appreciate it. I'm very thankful for that. That is something, like, I couldn't do. Like, the bravery that you have, you know, like, the sacrifice that you were willing to make, it's very much appreciated. Don't be a fucking asshole because of it, though. Yeah. Like, that's the stuff that just really just irks me is when people think that they have the right to act a certain way because of who they are and what job title they have. Absolutely not. Yep. I've seen that too before. Like, oh, well, I'm a nurse. Well, you're also being a dick at the gas mm-hmm. station. So maybe move on and yeah. go wipe the butts that you're doing today. Uh, I hate that too. And even in that video, and uh, I've seen it before, like maybe last year or early in the spring, that there's an umpire shortage, that some of these like tournaments and games are getting mm-hmm. canceled because you can't find any umpires. To ump the game. It's brutal, dude. And, like, this isn't, like, any type of relation to it. I'm assuming it better not be. But, like, the high school that we went to, they have an alumni basketball tournament every year. And so, like, the way they have it is, like, okay, when you play a game, when your game's done, you need at least one person from your team to ref the next game. So you have two refs for every game. Well, me and another buddy were just like, hey, like, no one else worry about it. We'll do it. Like, it's fine. We'll just hang out, ref the games, catch up with one another in between breaks and stuff during it. You get some of these guys out there that just want to argue every single call. Like, I had one guy get in my face and yell at me about a call. I was like, dude, this is fucking rec league basketball. You're older than shit and can't move. Get out of my fucking face about, you know, a foul call here because you can't jump. I was like, this is stupid. And, like, these are grown men. I'm talking, like, grown men with three kids very far in their career yelling at me because of a call that he didn't like in a pickup basketball game. I cannot imagine what it's like at these little kid games and all these tournaments and travel games that they have nowadays because every parent thinks they have the right and opportunity to voice their opinion at an umpire. Just sit there, shut the fuck up, and enjoy the game and let your kid suck. Like, Mm -hmm. that's it. Your kid sucks at sports. Like, I mean, that's – like. I can't wait to be a parent We're one day and like watch my kid kids and just today. be like, man, he looks great out there. Fucker can't hit a layup, just like his dad. Mm-hmm. What's up? Hope he's having fun, though. Yeah, and that's the part of it, too. Like, winning is important. Having your kids be competitive is important, too. Yeah. But at some point, like, why are you yelling at the refs? I'll guarantee that a good 90% of the refs and umpires out there, they don't have it out for your kid or your team. They don't know who they are. They just messed up because you know what? They're making like 50 bucks on a weekend to just come out and watch some baseball. So they yep. think, yeah, I'll put a little extra change in my pocket. I'll go help out with this team. They're not like, oh, yeah, I've got to get this Marty kid. Hit fuck him and his dad. <laughs> Every call going to be wrong yeah. for him. They're just not good at what they do because they're doing it at like a recreational level. They're not high school officials. Even them, they're not good. Pretty much the same story there. They're not trying to make a career out of it. They just like the sport, want to put a couple extra bucks in their pocket. They're not coming out there to be like, fuck the liberal bulldogs. They're losing tonight. Like, I've got money riding on this game, so this kid's going to (laughs) foul out. That's not happening at the high school level. Uh, Maybe once you get to the college level, you'll get some coaches and refs that really just don't get along and stuff like that. But I just don't understand the heckling of little league umpires. Mm-hmm. And, like, yes, yeah, some of the balls and strike calls are bad. It's not like they're coming out there for the ump show. You know, this isn't Angel Hernandez trying to get some TV time or anything like that. So I, I hate it as well. Now, I've told this story before. as uh, one of my first jobs ever. I was an umpire for Little League. And had a coach get in my face after the game. I was, like, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Granted, I was a pretty tall 14-year-old. I was still a 14-year-old kid, and a grown man is getting in my face about 
like my strike zone or something. I don't remember what it was. A missed call at second because there was only one umpire at the time, and I had to make balls and strikes calls and be like, yeah, I think that kid's out at second. <laughs> and he got in my face. So as a 14-year-old, I put that mask right back on, catcher's mask, on my face. Let's go, bud. <laughs> I'm in full catcher's gear because I learned my lesson from my first game. <laughs> now you want to try to fight me? Let's go. Uh, I don't understand it. I never will. And even going and watching my daughters play sports now, I've still never been like, oh, that's a bullshit call. Yeah. How can you do that? Well, they're they're little kids. Yeah. I'm sure, like, I'm a very competitive person in that sense. Like, it, like granted, in that alumni term, like, there's times where I mouth off, like, come on, man, like, that's a foul. Like, blow the whistle. Like, why are you – like, you know, you'll just make your side comments and keep playing or whatnot. Like, even as a parent, it's just like, I don't ever want to be that way. Like, I'm sure I'll be sitting there and, you know, be like, mm, that's a stupid fucking call. Mm-hmm. Or I'll be like, come on. But it's never going to be anything where it's just like I'm sitting there constantly heckling the umpire. Yeah, yelling over the rest of the fans. To where the umpire has to turn and look at you in your eye and say, hey, like I'm going to forfeit your team's game. And the fact that your kid was nine, Mm -hmm. fourth and fifth grade, fourth graders, it's just Mm -hmm. that just blows my mind too. And the kids are, I'm sure you got a kid out there in fucking right field, you know, hitting gnats with his glove and looks up and is like, oh, game's over. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> that felt quick today. Yeah. <laughs> we get run rolled again? What's, what is happening here? I've been standing here for like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Did God. I black out? <laughs> I know it's hot out here, but usually oh. these games last a little bit longer. Sometimes I get to hit even. That didn't happen today. And as much <laughs> as I like just went in on like, you know, I don't care like what your job is. It's the fact that the spouse too is like, oh, I'm. He's like a she, firefighter. Like she has some entitlement to say that. He's a firefighter. He protects your community. You're a bitch. Which, thank you for protecting the community. Yes, once That's again, great, really appreciate it. It does not give you the right to be a douchebag to anyone. Or even you're like members of the military. You can't be like, I serve this country, therefore I can use the N-word whenever I want to. Like, yeah. no, sir. Nope. No, you mm-hmm. cannot do that. <laughs> and even a, Nate put it in the chat. It's like, did you guys actually enlist just so you can get your 10% off at Danny's? Like, <laughs> sometimes it feels that way. I remember uh, that was hilarious. I used to work at Champs, uh, the sporting goods store that's in like every mall if there's still malls around. And uh, there was this one dude who kept coming in and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, I get the military discount." I'm like, "All right, cool. Like, thank you for your service." I think he got like 20% off or something. It was a good discount. Dang. And so like he would just keep coming in and I'd be like, "Hey, I don't think this dude's actually like in the military." I don't like. I don't know if he should be getting the discount. And the manager was even like, "If he is, great. If he's not, it's not worth the hassle. Like, it's just give him the twenty percent off. Yeah. And it's, maybe that's a a hack, just stolen valor. But I I never questioned it because like you don't want to be that guy that questions like were you mm-hmm. actually in the service? Those are like one of my favorite videos though. When you get a military member that walks up to a person who's like doing the stolen valor and they mm-hmm. have all this shit just incorrect on the uniform. I mean, I literally have no idea what's correct or what's incorrect, but the guy's asking him all this question that, yeah. that he should know the answer to. Right, like, where did you serve? Mm-hmm. What rank like, Oh, what are rank you? are you? Yeah. It's like, huh, that's <laughs> cool. No hat? Yeah. Or they'll be like, uh, this patch is actually on backwards, or it should be on your left side. What <laughs> yeah. are you doing? Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Those guys deserve to get their ass kicked. Oh, 100%. <laughs> or at least be made fun of online. Ass kicking is probably deserved. If you're walking through a mall in a military uniform that's all messed up, Meet you out back, dog. Yeah. Also, what a terrible person yeah. to try to get attention off that. But like, I mean, what do you want? Like, what is that person's mindset? To just be like, man, so many people are going to come talk to me. This chick's going to be all about me. In this he's, just, he's really trying to get that 10% off at Denny's. <laughs> like, they won't question me if I have the tactical boots on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my cargo shorts. You see that? It's a U.S. Nike. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, we also had some basketball games last night. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just another blowout. I We talked about it a little bit yesterday, the other day. Game two, probably going to be different when Marcus Smart comes back. It was different. It was still a blowout. The, at halftime, sitting at the bar, being like, ah, I should probably really watch this so I can talk about it tomorrow. I'll tell you, watch the first half, then started drinking with my buddies. <laughs> yeah. say, if it's going to be a blowout, I'm not watching. It pisses me off, too. I really want to see a good basketball game. Maybe... Uh, tonight, do the Warriors play 
Yeah, tonight, Dallas I hope. And Warriors. Mavericks and Warriors play tonight. Uh, 8 p.m. Central time on TNT. Oh, that's so late. It's a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I ain't watching it. <laughs> I got a rehearsal the dinner tonight. Mm-mm. But you know what? What happened the other night is I started watching this game, and then everybody started going off like mic'd up tweets. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Last night? It was Wednesday night. Oh, it's fucking Jonas. Sitting yeah, on the couch. So of course it was. Yeah. God, that, I still, dude, I legitimately was thinking about it last night too, laying in bed and just cracking up. I was like, yeah, I'm F this. I'm not going to bed. I'm going to go sit on the couch. And you're like, that MF will follow you to the couch, dude. Like, oh my God, just what an immediate response by you. It was just top notch. Sometimes I try to not put F words on Twitter. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I tried to hold myself back here today. Like, someone listened to the episode yesterday for, like, the first time, and they're like, man, you really dropped a lot of F-bombs there at the end, huh? I'm bad at it. And I was like, ugh. It is my favorite word, though. It is a lot of fun to say. And, like, my mom listens to the show. Appreciate seeing her in here. Love you, mom. Sorry for the amount that I cuss sometimes. Like, I My mom used to listen to our podcast. I don't think she does anymore, and it's probably a lot of the language. Yeah. She She does not like it. We do need to clean it up a little bit. I, I shouldn't say we. I feel like I personally should. Uh, I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I definitely I. cuss more this than is you not do. A, this is not a we thing, but then I do it, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I have to even tell my daughters, like if we're going to be around my parents, their grandparents, I'm like, hey, two things you need to remember. Your nana doesn't like it when people cuss. And she doesn't like it when people drink. We can't do either of those things. <laughs> <laughs> that's like That's for me and that's for you. Like We don't say bad words around her. And I try not to. I, you know, occasionally I'll say like an ass or damn or shit maybe. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are three pretty acceptable ones. I really try not to say the F word around my mom. I remember when I first started hanging out with you guys, you guys were doing the podcast, and I came down on a Thursday, and your parents were sitting there. I think you were doing like a birthday special for your brother. And you guys had asked me yeah. a question, and I was like, oh, absolutely not. F that. And then I was just like, oh, my God. That is like my most religious family member sitting over on that couch, and I just let that fly. Uh-huh. And then you guys did the podcast, and I was like, I'm good. Don't yeah. even worry about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just said the C word. I'm good with the F yeah. word. I, hand up. I was saying the C word for a very long time. I didn't know that it was such a big deal. I don't The four-letter C word? Uh-huh. Man, rhymes I, with I, hunt. <laughs> that was good. I think I've only said it like twice, and I immediately felt bad afterwards. I didn't call anybody the name. I just was like mm-hmm. saying it. I think it was like bro talk or whatnot. I was like, ah, I just don't like that. Like I'm very uncomfortable saying that word. I think the last time I said it, I called my brother that word, and I mean, this was within the last five years. Yeah, and the reaction of a lot of the people that were around, I was like, ooh. I messed up. I, I said a word I'm not supposed to. Like yeah. they, they found that offensive. Yeah. Maybe stop being one and be okay with the word. Yeah. Uh, Brian I, in the chat goes, <laughs> first off, thanks for listening, Brian. Appreciate participating in the chat. Goes, BC thinks of Jonas while laying in bed. Hmm. Hey, yeah, because I don't know where that little fucker's at. Have you seen Scary That's Movie? <laughs> yeah. Also Ray the, about to teach you something. Also, things. the gift that you guys shared with like lifting the blankets up and that demon comes out from underneath it. Mm, that messed me up too. Didn't think that was a possibility. For some reason, I thought I'm under the covers. Ain't nothing else getting underneath here. Wrongo. Yeah, most people learn that lesson when they're about 12 years old. You know, like the hiding under the blankets. Dude, I was like the kid that had a window next to his bed and thought someone would look in. So I was like, if I'd wake up in the middle of the night, I would lay on top of my arm to make it look like I had one arm. So if the the person that would possibly be trying to rob the house would be like, ooh, that kid's only got one arm. I'm not going to rob his house. That was my mindset as a kid, dude. What? Yeah, that's new. I haven't said that before. Never have I yep. heard this. Or I'd be laying Please in bed. say it again. So, like, if I'm laying in bed and I'm laying on my back, and the way the house, like, my bed was right up next to the window, but the blinds were broken, like, kind of like in a little square. So you could always see outside or inside the house. And I always thought, like, if someone comes in and looks through this window, they're clearly going to see me laying in this bed, and then they're going to try and break in. And they're going to, like, look in, scope out the house, and be like, here's the door. We're good. We can do this. <laughs> so my dumb ass is, like, and I'm like, Eight, nine, ten. Like, I'm too old to be having this mindset, to be honest. With you. If you're but saying you're eight, like, nine, ten, you were 12, 13, 14. <laughs> I wasn't in middle. I, That's like I might the have been three rule. <laughs> 
I, like the highest I might have done it was sixth grade, so about eleven or twelve. God damn, that is bad. Not good at all. But like I'd be laying down on my back, and I would take my left arm, which was next to the window, and like tuck it all the way behind behind me, your back, behind my back, and like fall back asleep because my mindset was like, if they see me with one arm or just see me, they're gonna think he doesn't have a left arm. He's only got one arm. We're not going to rob his house. So as a kid, it was like, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make to protect my family. <laughs> I was, dude, I you was working ridiculous. my ass off as a kid at night. <laughs> that fam- My family doesn't have a clue I did that. So I, or like my leg, like I would hide one leg underneath the blanket. You like know, tuck it into your shorts? <laughs> like, ah, I got no, one leg. What do you did? I would just like let one leg stick out, but the other one's completely, like I would spread my legs as far apart as I could. So they were like, wow, there's no way he's got another leg underneath that blanket. <laughs> Instead, I'm fucking spread eagle on this twin size bed as much as I can be. Like I only got one leg, dog. So in your mind, someone breaks in the house, they see you with your arm tucked behind your back, and they're like, Fuck, can't rob this house. Yeah, I'm not robbing one a cripple's family. Absolutely not. <laughs> you know that, that, that little video clip where that guy's getting robbed, the old guy, and he's like, call an ambulance, call an ambulance. <laughs> but not for me. That's you with your <laughs> arm. Like, oh, God, been. don't rob me. Don't rob me. I only have one arm. <laughs> gun spot, gun You're behind like, your back. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my Batman action figure, you bastard. <laughs> That was the first cuss word I ever said, and I got my ass beat for it. it was bastard? Bastard. I was I some. I think I'd heard it on a TV show, and I had a Superman action figure and a Batman action figure. So I was having Batman versus Superman way before I even knew that was a true battle. In my mind, I made it up as a kid, and I'm playing on my nightstand with them. And I was like, I was like, I was like, come here, you bastard! And then like, you know, they tackle or whatnot. And my mom's like, what'd you just say? I'm like, uh, nothing. <laughs> Man, I had older brothers. They used to tell me to say bad words. Be like, or they'd have friends over, honestly, or like cousins, anybody. Be like, hey, go say shit in front of mom. Like, why? Why would I say that? They'd just be like, go, go say like, I'm tired of this shit, or you know, stuff like that. And my dumbass, I just go do it. I go say the word, go say the phrase, like the phrase of the day, and I'd go do it. And I'd get my ass beat. And be like, they told me to say it. I'm so dumb that they did that at least two or three times. Before I was finally like, yeah, they're they're setting me up here. Yeah, I'm getting my butt kicked. That's probably why I have trust issues. Right? I I, no, the people I love dearly would set me up to get my ass beat by the other person that I love dearly. But bad words. It's a funny thing. I don't even know why. It, why do we even have like cuss words? I huh? tell you, one time I asked my dad because again, pretty religious parents. And just straight up ask him, like, hey, Pop, does it bother you when I say fuck? Like, is, is that, like, something that you're like, oh, I wish you wouldn't say that. Like, I'm not proud of him in this moment. Did you say it just like that? Yes, I did. <laughs> and he was like, no, I, I don't care. Like, I've worked construction my whole life. I was in the military. Like, I don't care what you say. And I was like, that's kind of my thing, too. Like, I just I don't understand why everybody's so sensitive about the F word. And, like, yeah, it's just another word. Like, I've not read the Bible all the way through, but where is it to where it's like, hey, by the way, don't say fuck or shit or damn. Like, where is that at? I don't. Yeah. I've never seen that. No, I don't use it, obviously, in every setting. And with my children, I'm like, hey, by the way, don't say this word. Also, probably not going to be in trouble if you say it, but try not to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brooks in the chat says, buddy, you made up a lot of things in your head as a kid. Dude, I had quite the imagination. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, no, every just... kid every kid does. Like, I'm just admitting it. Like, I'm just telling, <laughs> I'm just telling you guys about it. We used to have this little swing set, too. And we, we used to watch Fear Factor all the time. Like, you, you know, you'd come home from, from town, grocery shopping, and you turn on the TV, boom, there's Fear Factor. It's like, hell yeah. That's Joe Rogan. We're watching Fear Factor. You guys gather we around the TV. Create. <laughs> got the popcorn and the hot chocolate. Family time. Yeah. Mm, so cute. Uh, you got to pick out a snack. But we from used the to store. take the swing set and turn it into like a Fear Factor like course. Where, like you got to get the leaf off each hook. You got to unhook the swing set or like unhook the swing and then hook it back on. As like you got a monkey crawl over it. It was a lot of fun as a kid. <laughs> We may not have had a lot, but, man, we made the most of it. <laughs> I love some of these uh, comments that are in the chat, uh, even from our guy Jake. Uh, quotes, I was going to burglar this man, but he only has one arm. I may be a criminal, 
criminal, but I'm not heartless. <laughs> criminal, probably. Or uh, let me disarm him. <laughs> Whoops, somebody beat me to it. I can't steal from this family. <laughs> yeah, you do. I'm going to have to add these. Brooks, a one armed person would be easier to take from. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> Even to this day, never thought of it that That's way. That's probably why I've never been robbed. They'd be like, man, I was going to rob this kid, but clearly he has three legs, so move on. <laughs> Weird <God>. family. <laughs> a toot. <laughs> yeah. um, but we did have basketball uh, to talk about more games tonight. Hopefully they are close. Um, let's also get to some of our great sponsors, Club 609, <laughs> home to the two-for-one drink special. And $2 draft pours their happy hour running from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock. And tomorrow on Saturday, 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. Still with those two-for-one drink specials and $2 draft pours at Club 609. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lube, located right here in the heart of Joppa, Missouri, on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. Also, it's not a matter of if you're going to need your oil changed or when you're going to need those tires serviced. Just make sure you get it done right here in the heart of Joplin, like I said, at Downtown Lube. Uh, all right, now it's Friday, right? Friday? Friday. This week went by very quickly. It really did. Uh, for me, at least. Um, Friday, we're going to do our five for Friday. Today, we're ranking our five favorite chips. Bingo. Potato chips. I, I'll start us out here. My number one, the best chip out there is a nacho cheese Dorito. And I don't think it's particularly close. Yeah. Even like some people are anti-nacho uh, cheese dust on the fingers. Even as an adult, I still like it. So that's where I'm at with it. Because like I don't when I go buy chips, I don't buy them. And for some reason, they like give me like an upset stomach. So like, like oh, I guess this is just part of being older now. Just chips freaking upset my stomach. So I stopped... Getting them when I go grocery shopping, which I really don't do anymore either. To be honest. Yeah. I was going to Dollar General for my. Were you getting the like the audio just kind of messed up there so i don't think anyone heard you talk now real quick check one two. Oh, now you sound fine sound like you got demon possessed or something really really yeah like big time i see a lot of people saying it in the chat sound like a robot almost might need to do an unplug and plug back in because that fucking creeped me out. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> yeah, now you're back. You're back. Well, you're good now. <laughs> I told oh. you at the beginning of the episode, somebody fucked with my shit. <laughs> We've been messing like, around with too much uh, stuff, and now things are happening. Maybe you're right. Maybe we're opening some doors and stuff. <laughs> it was your fucking laptop over there. It's God a damn, damn Ouija it, board bro. I have. It's that Ouija board app. I'm going to delete oh. it. <laughs> that is so messed up, dude. Nah, I've got to go back through and, and listen. Because I didn't hear it. I didn't catch any of it. Yeah, but the process, what you were asking me was like, <laughs> I got my chips at Dollar General. One of the first Tell the Truth Tuesdays. Was I buying store brand Dollar General Doritos or was I getting actual Doritos? They actually do have like normal Dorito brands, but I wasn't getting them. What I've done, and I have them actually ranked fifth as Pringles. I would just get – because they're easy to just get with a sandwich. Because, like, I'd be having, like, a turkey and ham sandwich. I just want a couple of Pringles. I'll be on my way. <laughs> yeah, once you pop, the fun don't stop. Yeah. But I can't do the, like, Walmart brand I chips. can't either. Yeah. Mm -mm. My number one chip, though, is Funyuns. I freaking love those. I've loved them as a kid. The only thing I don't like is that they get stuck in your teeth. So you got to kind of get, like, a toothpick and pick them out. I am not a Funyuns guy. You put them number one on your list, and I mm -hmm. immediately questioned it. Yeah. And that's I, what you're going to go with. I love Funyuns, dude. I'll eat them. Like, sometimes I buy the variety pack of chips for my daughters to, like, pack their lunch and, and just for me as well. And, like, mm -hmm. Funyuns are in there. 
I'm only eating those Funyuns if I've made it through like every other variety in the box. Oh, that's the first one I grab. I go through the Funyuns first on oh. those mixed bags. They smell so bad. Is I that can... the worst smelling chip? I know, like they taste okay. Oh. I'm not like a big anti Funyun guy, but they. I've never really thought of that. The, the smell, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like when somebody also, else is in a room and opens a bag of Funyuns, you're like, "Who the fuck brought Funyuns?" <laughs> it's you. I'm that guy. <laughs> I didn't the, know I was a Funyun guy. You're the Funyun guy at all the other places that you've worked. You're like, ah, got a nice bag of Funyuns today. Oh, Everybody's Funyuns like, here, great. Fuck, Austin brought <laughs> Funyuns again. Like, let's all go out for lunch. This idiot brought Funyuns. <laughs> and when I rank these, like, I don't eat Funyuns all the time, but when I do, it's like hell yeah. Like when we go to Firehouse Subs for lunch sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, pick your own chips. Like, where are the Funyuns at? Booyah. <laughs> My next uh, chip is the Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips. Uh, big Sun Chips guy. Jake mm-hmm. even put it in the chat. They have the loudest bag, though. They do. Like, what are you doing with that? It's like straight tinfoil in there. <laughs> it is so loud. But the Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips come in at number two for me. I'm a big uh, cheddar guy. And you know what? I'm going to cheat here a little bit. I should mention the munchies that include pretzels, sun chips, Doritos, and Cheetos. Yeah. That's that's where it's at. It 100%. We are not high for this episode. I used to be Mr. Gardetto's, but then I had those, and I was like, mm, winner, winner, mm-hmm. chicken. Dip. But, I mean, obviously for me, you look at my chip choice here, Doritos, sun chips, Included in those munchies. That's top two for me. Yeah, my next one was uh, the Bugles. And these are more of a nostalgia chip for me, honestly. Again, I don't get these a lot, but they're like one of my favorites. Those are the chips that are like the triangles, like kind of like a TP put them on design. your fingers. Put them <laughs> yeah. on your fingers, dog. The old little witch trick in the back of the van with your siblings. It was always a Freddy Krueger is what we said. Oh, yep, that's too creepy. Which was creepy enough. Mm-hmm. We also weren't going to hell if we were just like, oh, which? Freddy Cougar's like, don't talk about the devil. I'm like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> devil, devil, devil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had great parents. For some reason, they let me watch that movie when I was, you know what? It's not their fault. I'm going to blame this one on my brothers again. They <laughs> let me slash made me watch that movie, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, when I was like six or seven years old. Mm-mm. I remember my mom telling me about it. She watched it as a kid at her friend's house and then had to walk back home. Ugh. And, like, the street name was Elm or whatnot. And she's like, there were all these trees, and it was, like, really windy that night, and it was loud. She was really scared, and she, like, ran home. Like, I heard that from my mother. I was like, oh, my mom's scared from a movie. Guess what I'm not going to do? Watch that. So I never did. I still don't know if I've seen it. And apparently he's the devil. Well, Gonna act like that, yeah. Is that the one that comes in your dreams or whatnot and kills you? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you can't double. sleep or he'll. I have seen it. That movie's messed up because our room gets flooded with blood or something, right? Like That's the house. Been a very does. long time since I've seen it. <sighs> I have seen it. Messed me up. Yeah. I, I think there's ago. at one point he like comes through the mattress in the bed. Yes. So that part is still kind of like lingering in my brain. Yeah. That was pretty fucked up. I've somehow been able to push that one out, but, you know, here we Guess are. Guess who's back? <laughs> Jonas coming through Pretty your mattress bitch. with a knife. Uh, what, your number two chip for you was Bugles. Number three for me, I'm going Cheetos Puffs. There it is. I I went back and forth on this one. I like both brands. There's something about being a kid and eating a Cheeto Puff, getting all that shit stuck in your teeth, and then having to pick it out. By the time you're done eating and picking all that stuff out of your teeth, it's like, there's a whole nother chip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you also get the cheddar cheese dust on your fingers. Yep, It's unbeatable. So I went with the puffs over the crunch. In One of the best parts of those two is like you can just kind of let it sit in your mouth, and it feels like it just kind of like dissolves mm, on yeah. your tongue. Tell me that again. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Next up for me, number three, was Doritos, but the Cool Ranch. <laughs> those like for some reason as a kid it was just like you know i only can have like one type of dorito and it's nacho cheese like, i want the red bag screw the blue bag like, i'm not that guy i'm not gonna go both sides like i'm not gonna hurt the red bag's feelings trying to eat the blue bag so i'm just not gonna have the blue bag i spent years with that mindset as a kid i messed up the blue bag with cool ranch that's where it's at that's number three for me <laughs> yeah Right, I and I put it out on Twitter as well to do like the five for Friday, your top five chips. 
to interrupt here a little bit, a lot of people are saying salt and vinegar chips. Oh, that's too much. My oldest daughter loves them too. I I can't eat them. I think they're terrible. They're like, it's one of those flavors that like you can eat one or two of and you're fine, but I can't do a whole like snack bag of them, like a little bag that you eat with like a sandwich for lunch. I can't do a whole bag of those. Yeah, I I don't care for them, but a lot of people putting it on Twitter that that's like in their top five. Neither of us have that there. I also put the Twitter poll out too. Uh, let's settle this debate: which one's better, Cheeto Puffs? Or Cheetos Crunchy. Mm. Right now, Crunchy leading 57% of the vote. Going there. Are you a Cheetos Puff or a Cheetos Crunchy guy? Uh, kind of Cheeto Crunchy, honestly. I, I don't think there's a wrong answer. Yeah. I feel like the Cheeto Puff, it's fine, but they, like, they break really easily. And like that gets kind of annoying because like, as you go through the bag, it's like you're going to have one that's snapped in half. It's like, if I'm going to eat a Cheeto Puff, I want the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not going to half-ass this Cheeto. And with Cheetos, that's like a – I think they're like a child's chip almost. Like as an adult, you're almost embarrassed to be like, yes, yeah, I'm eating Cheetos. I, that was my thought yesterday because we have some in the like the back room right there. Uh-huh. And it was like the Cheetos Crunchy, the Cheetos Puff. I was like, I'm not about to be sitting in here eating Cheeto Puff when Mel walks back in so he can make some comment about me like, ooh, you like those Cheeto Puffs, huh? So I was just – I left them in there. And now that you like them, I'm not going to eat them because I want you to be able to eat them. I actually I have not eaten any chips from pretty good there. Uh, chips, my but... number three was Cheetos Puffs. Yours was Doritos Cool Ranch, yeah. and we are both going one to five in our ranking. Yeah, <laughs> I know there were some questions. My next one, uh, I just put tortilla chips in general. You put Tostitos for your number four. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling we're talking about the same thing. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, just any, any kind of, of chip like that, like mm-hmm. a dip chip. Love it. If, if you're going to like a Mexican restaurant, those house-made chips, tor- just queso. tortilla chips. Bingo, bango. I am there, bub. Yeah. And my last one is uh, the Ruffles Original. Not going to lie. These have been like out of my rotation for years. Then we had a draft party here in the office, and we're like, what chips are we going to get? Like, let's grab those. They've been like my go-to chip ever since. Really? Yeah. I don't – I like them. <laughs> <laughs> big ruffle guy <laughs> big ruffles guy uh now i i had no idea but yeah. that's my chip number five my fifth one like i said earlier is pringles i love pringles just being able to, to open up the can look down in there stick your hand just grab some or like the little tilt and you let them slide out and you like kind of catch them and it's like there's seven chips bingo bingo thank you how many pringles do you eat at, at a time uh two two Three's sometimes three yeah Anything other than that, that's like a fucking sandwich. One at a time, it's like, God, these are taking forever. <laughs> it, I like the convenience of the package, the tube of Pringles. It's also super inconvenient. Yeah. And if we're being honest, it's not protecting the chip any better. Like, the, you still get those broken ones at the bottom. Yeah. I just, I like the can. I, I do like it. Like, it's just different than, it's not a loud bag. You just pop the lid. Also, as a kid, it was a lot easier to sneak eating those than it was the Doritos. Yeah, because the bag, again. Yeah, super loud. Mm -hmm. I was also the kid that got in trouble for, like, eating everything in the house. No, my ass would just be the one that opened it. So everyone saw or heard me open it. And then my younger siblings, my the one that's directly under me and my sister Alexa, would, like, take some snacks or take some and, like, put them in a sandwich bag, like chips, and then go hide them in her room so she could eat them whenever she wanted. That was a smart way to go about it. The other two younger ones she was the would, just, one. <laughs> yes, would just sit their asses in the living room and eat the whole bag and then be like, ooh, I'm done, and then go put it back. And so then I'd come and was like, I want some chips. Well, what's left? The end of the bag. And then here comes my parents, and they're like, oh, my God, you ate all the chips? I was like, no, effers. I got the first couple and the last three. That is it. <laughs> I got blamed for everything. And then when I left, they're like, man, we have so much, you know, we just like, we have all these snacks and stuff still. And like just sitting here. And I was you like, yeah, because I'm not eating it. it. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 that's not right because that makes it sound like I ate all of it. They'd yeah. be like, we're still running out of chips. I almost screwed myself you over. You lawyered yourself. Yeah. Is that Amber Heard would have, doing a podcast with today? <laughs> they would <laughs> Damn it. That was good. They keep cereal. Cereals were like, man, we just have so much cereal now. I was like, yeah, because the only thing I would eat is cereal. But, like, the chips and stuff, they're like, man, we just, we're still flying through them. I'm like, yeah, look at the little one right there. She's like, quit blaming me. He's blaming me. I was like, yes, it was. Well, Is your smallest sister? Yes, the psycho one. <laughs> also just graduated high school. Congratulations. 
Yeah, we talked about that one last week. Yeah. <laughs> I got into an argument. I think I've said it before. I got into an argument with my ex-wife. It was before we were married and opened a bag of chips. I had a couple just like for lunch, like just put a couple chips on a plate, put the bag of chips back in the pantry or whatever. She comes in, makes her sandwich, her lunch, and she's like, you really ate half a bag of chips? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you ate half a bag of chips. We just got these, and they're already half gone. And I just looked at her like, do you not know how they package chips? Like, is this your first experience with a bag of chips? Because they don't fill those things up all the way. She's like, yeah, they're pretty much filled all the way. I'm like, no, they're not. That's not how chips work. And I'm like, look at my plate. You see... The chips that I have, the amount that I have, that's what I got from this bag. And she's like, no, you ate half a bag of chips already. <laughs> it turned into a huge deal. Like, no one in my marriage didn't last. I'm like, no, you don't fucking know chips. She's like, you ate all the chips, fat ass. She didn't actually say that. She's probably thinking it. But it turned into a huge deal. Now, every time I open a bag of chips, I'm like, hmm fucking half full <laughs> i was right <laughs> oh man you ought to just send her message one day just like you like a video of you opening the bag and be like half full <laughs> yeah look at this half full already there's so much air in those containers oh uh, it's, it's pringles got to be like the only one that is okay full i think so yeah yeah next time any of our listeners next time you open up a bag of chips it doesn't matter if it's you know the small little lunchable size chips Party size, whatever it is. And also, what's bigger, family or party size? I don't know. I guess party. Oh, I never thought of that. I, anyway, open a bag of chips. Look at how much is in there. It's absolute bullshit. Like that, Things that we need to fix in this world, inflation, gas prices, and the amount of chips that come in a bag. <laughs> Maybe don't let in me power order. rank things because I've struggled with that in the past. <laughs> but I feel like those are three pretty oh. important issues. Uh, so, Mr. Biden, if you're listening, let's let's do something about that. Inflation, gas prices, and the amount of chips in a bag. Yep, Bingo, you got Bingo. it. <laughs> All right, that's it for us today. Uh, we appreciate you guys joining us, as always, right here in the Calling app. Uh, we hope you enjoy your weekend. Big Country and I be back on Monday right here at 10 a.m. Central. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you then.